Okay, so we're back and we have a special guest. Her name is Shelby. We don't wanna, we'll probably be incognito and just use first names, but um, Dennis, by any chance, do you know what episode this is? I was just looking that up actually while you hit record, so I have no idea, but let me see. So episodes, we are on, oh, I gotta get a count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we did eight, so this is technically nine. The last episode was called Not About the Coronavirus. Um, but I was thinking, since we are in a brand new world, a brand new time, this could technically be episode one again. You're going to waste all of our great material. I know we're going to keep it, but this is like, everyone's going to understand that as a new world. Well, that's true. So since we have been, uh, living our lives from the last time we spoke, uh, what has changed, Dennis? Was that what, four or five months ago? Four months yeah. ago, at least? Yeah, I need to know, like, all the rules that have changed. Are we live? Are we mole people yet? What What's happening? Well, Misty and I are, like, built for this. We've been quarantining since 2015. Oh, so you guys are thriving, so I hate you. Yeah, like, our kids, we're really good at being at home, just playing in the backyard. We have our routines. We were never, like, kind of, go, 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 like weekend warriors or anything. But a lot of that had to do with working. We were working every weekend. So um, we were basically built to be in a house in the dark for months at a time. Okay. So you are mole people. So Shelby, our special guest, will give us an insight on what a regular person has to go through. (laughs) I was just about to say that all of us, like sort of introverts, are celebrating what these last few months have been like. And I think a lot of people, if anyone knows which Shelby this is, would probably say they don't think that I'm an introvert, but I would agree with that because this Shelby, if you know her, has baby invitations in her purse because she's planning a baby shower while raising two children with a full-time job, also making a gown from scratch. She's also, this is why this reset was good. I was like secretly crying on the inside of what my life She's at full capacity. had people. become. But, you know, I think I'm an outgoing person, but I'm an introvert. So, I mean, I don't know necessarily that we were built for this like you, Dennis, but I've kind of enjoyed getting back to the basics. Yeah, you, you get to the point where it's like you start trying to just do little things with the kids or it just... I don't know. I feel like, especially during the beginning of this, that we would go outside, go for walks, um, just spend a lot of quality time. I think (laughs) fast forwarding till now, it's definitely more difficult since you've been doing that same routine Mm -hmm. for three months straight. But I I think a lot of, there's a lot of terrible things that's happened, but there's been a lot of like small, like little good wins that have happened, you know? Like uh, we got to see Amelia walk. Like we got to see our first steps. We would have never seen that if we were working like the seven days a week we were working. So, Well, just for the people that, well, I have some people, um, there's like two of them in North Carolina in college that listen to this. They <laughs> don't know our, our current rules for Florida. So I was just going to say, so we just had an update um, that it was passed that it's going to be mandatory now, at least in Tampa. But what's funny is the state, did not make it mandatory and we still have social distancing and we still have a lot of places our parks are still closed right 
I thought I saw like the some of the kids' parks were open, but did they close them back down? I haven't seen. I kind of think the park. Um, I don't know with the Lion Fountains. I know that one was closed, but then my mother-in-law was up at Friendship Park. So I don't know if it's like an enter at your own risk kind of thing where they're technically closed. Yeah, so. but yeah why, it feels like it's and like you go to you can go to a bar. So okay. that's a good question. I don't want to scare anybody, but I'm going to scare some people. Um, so you know how like with the conspiracies and I'm like deep in rabbit holes, Dennis knows like all my free time, I like to just get into it. So this is a lighter one, Dennis, swear to God, I'm not going to talk about the government or anything, but I just got to the stage. I feel like there's different levels of like, like there's, I'm not going to get to the dark web. I've already, I tried, I tried to bribe a guy. It's not going to happen in my lifetime, but I figured out Reddit and Reddit's really hard just so you know, cause the threads and everything, there was a thread. Like on, hardcore or like hard to understand. <laughs> no, just it's harder than like Twitter a platform. Twitter was the hardest social media for me. Cause I was like yeah. to read it and use it and everything. So I just got into Reddit, which is more threads and information, but it's really good. It's like for me. Explain a lot of people. So Reddit's like a forum, just a forum. Right. So it's like the old school forums when you would go before like a lot of what exists now and it's just like a, a folder file or like a title and you click on the title and it's just all these responses and it's basically my nightmare. It reminds me of like really bad email chains. Yeah. See, I was going to say when I saw it, it looks like, like web code to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's like very like rudimentary. It's like really, um, you, it's like HTML when you learned it back in college or whatever. It's like very simple, simple stuff, but there's a ton of information. So I okay, get to the point. Because now I'm really good. yeah. And this girl was like, there was a Tampa thread, and I was like, oh, this ought to be good. And this girl posted uh, something, and she was like, I really hate my younger brother who's been tested COVID positive and has been going to Ebor all the time. I want to strangle him. Hope you guys prayers for you. And I was just like, in my head, I read that, and I was like, so the bottom line is everybody's gonna get COVID. I think. Like yes. every, and I think as soon as everybody like realizes that when they're like, oh my God, the tests, the numbers are skyrocketing. I'm like, well, that's what happens when you take a test. Like in fifth grade, has Carly gotten an F yet? No, she hasn't taken the test. So you guys take more tests, you're going to get your answer. And if they just realize like, okay, well, wear your stupid mask and people that are positive shouldn't probably go out, but the bars and everything are still open. You, you have to assume that what everyone else is doing is correct. Well, so it's like you, you read off the story, like this one's going out with positive, like they know they're positive. So you can go out with your mask and everything, but if you're going out in the environments that a lot of these cases are going around, which are people are eating or bars or whatever, you don't have a mask on, you're drinking, you're hanging out, you're, you get all hammered up, you're hugging people. So, I mean, I don't think there's a way to really stop it right now if things are open. And I honestly don't care because I know I'm not going out and drinking and, doing all that stuff so why would i do uh, that when i can pour myself a bottle of wine at home yeah right. the pores are much bigger in your are. house they are we can way deeper oh we're having tequila over at this house i almost divulged my last name but i didn't it's just the house yeah the tequila house we may start charging so shelby may have just opened up another revenue stream with COVID, you can do drive-bys, we'll make little tequilas. I mean, a ten, I think that's 10 times more fun getting roadies. Like I love that roadies are now acceptable and I'm no longer judged 
for having alcohol in my car because all the restaurants are saying, you wanted sangria? You got to go, Like, And I think even meat market compared to go drinks and like, you know, the bottles that you get when you get like fresh pressed juice. Like they, they have their like mixed cocktails in those cups. I mean, in yeah, those bottles. If, if this is where COVID is leading us to, more brew throughs, I mean, let's, let's go. I should probably just accept everything. Um, so there's that. Going back to the conspiracies. Yes, I love them all. Let's get into it. I'm sure this is like a very, this is one that you know, but my husband was convinced, if you ask him about this, he's going to deny it, but he was convinced that this all started from someone eating a bat. Oh no, it's not at all. It didn't start from that or that's not? No. Well, that's, that was the rumor. I'm not going to go into the answer because then I won't have any friends left. Yeah, you don't talk about it in the DMs. But if you ask him about it, now he'll be like, "Oh, I never said that." But there was a time. Oh no! At the very beginning, everybody yes. was like, "Oh, it was a bat in the wet market in Wuhan." Yeah. If y'all want to know what really happened, you DM our Instagram, and I'll get in with you. But I can't put it on the news, or my husband will divorce me. <laughs> so there you go. But that's what Twitter's for. So many conspiracies, and they're amazing. I thought Reddit was for that. No, Reddit is for like deep, deep dives. Yeah, it's yeah. more. Once you've refined your search, you go into Reddit, and then Reddit's like, welcome to a new search you never even thought you were going to be on. It gets a little crazy. To add on to, so one of the positive things that has come out of, like, quarantine, you got to see the baby walk, which, kudos. That's even hard to catch, even if there wasn't a pandemic, because those little suckers are fast. How old was the baby? She was definitely, like, a year and three months. Like she, All she did was scoot around on her butt. Like, she did not want to walk. She never crawled. She would yeah. scoot around on her butt. Have I ever showed you the videos, Carly? No, yeah. It was really cute. Like, I would, yeah. I'd probably do that if I got tired. Yeah, she wanted cute. nothing to do with walking. And then we slowly started getting her to it, and she would still go back to scooting. But now she is a, uh, she's a walker. She, she gets around pretty good. But it, it was just cool to have that transition. I, I guess just time in general. We, we had been spending, again, 24-7 at the shop. So at, at the beginning – well, fun fact, at the beginning, they thought I had it. So I got stuck in a room. Oh, for, yeah, Dennis was quarantined. Yeah, I never get sick. And we had been shut down for a week. And that Friday, it was like, well, I guess more like Saturday morning. I woke up like 2 in the morning with a fever and a sore throat. And I'm like, no way. So um, we had been in contact with someone who had it. And we learned about them having it on Sunday. So I'm like still sick on Sunday. She Misty comes in like so and so got tested positive, and I'm like, uh. so I went and got my test Monday morning, and then it took a whole week for that test to get back to me. And but the good news was you two weeks, two weeks. So I, on Thursday they call me and they're all like, I'm all excited. I'm like, oh, finally they're calling me. I've been in the room for a couple of days straight, um, and they're like, uh, can we have more insurance information? I'm like, no, but. In that call, I asked if I need to reach out to anybody Like right before she hung up. She goes, well, actually, we have a portal. This portal, you log in XYZ. I would have never known about this portal, and I would have had to wait another week for them to call me with the negative result. Friday night at like 6 o'clock, I looked in the portal, and my result came back. So it's an entire week from the result being in the portal to calling me back 
the following Friday. That's because our healthcare system is so efficient. Yeah, it was. But you're not I, a vampire is the moral of the story. Like you were negative. Yes, yes, I was negative, but it was weird. It was like, again, it was during the first week. So like now if, if that were to happen, people would probably be more chill. But like, I was like, did I give my family this? Did, am I, what the heck? Yeah, I had no answers other than I was in a room by myself watching all of Netflix for a week. That sounds like a vacation to me. So you know, I, I, I might catch it. It, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the worst thing. Again, there was a lot of things like anxieties of what was going on. But if you look back now, like I was like, I kind of got the rest. Give me, give me the, give me the fake COVID. So my biggest concern right now, work has gotten super weird, but the crazy people that are half intro and half extras, we've kind of figured it out through zoom meetings and mailing stuff and doing videos online. Like I hate to say this, but I'm killing it. So, I don't want to like not give myself a button, but like I got a button. So, my questions for our special guest today the one thing I'm terrified about is I really need our kids to go back to school. And our special guest today works at a school. We will not mention the school's name, but um, I'd like her insight as to uh, are my kids going to go back to school? Are any school is going to go back to school. Um, give us all your information. To say, I just do not envy any of the people in charge of making decisions at schools because I feel like no one can win, right? There are going to be people that, like us, that are eager for our kids to get back to school, to get back to normalcy, to be able to get back to some sort of normal life with work but then there's some people that are like there's no way in hell that my kids will be back to school in the fall i mean like even if school is back in session i won't send my kids i don't know who those poor souls are who uh, they're none of my friends um that's for sure but even so with having younger kids shelby's kids are a little older than my kids mine i don't know how you're they're gonna keep a mask on all day. If I start having a seizure wearing a mask into Publix because I can't breathe, like how is a kindergartner? It is sad thinking about that. I mean, I was talking to someone who's a kindergarten teacher and she had to buy, she pre-bought a special mask for the fall that has a clear insert. I think they're mostly for people that need to read lips for, you know, oh, hearing sense. I didn't even think about that. But she had to buy that mask because so much of like learning reading is watching sounding. sounding and watching mouth movements. So I think all the schools are doing everything they possibly can to get kids back on campus. I mean, that's truly how I feel because they know how disruptive this is. I mean, I think having little kids is really tough, but having older kids is tough because like I genuinely feel that my daughter who's going into third grade has some like severe maybe temporary I don't know emotional stuff that has come out of this like I think they're they're gonna have to learn I mean I've watched her with her friends that we've gotten together with and like there's gonna be a learning curve of how do I act in front of my friends because I've been locked up for and then also a level of anxiety over just like the virus in general, like, am I going to get sick? Am I going to die from this? Like, what's, so I think from that aspect, 
the schools are anxious to get the kids back on campus to have a little bit of normalcy, even if being on campus is not what it normally is. And I think they're, I mean, I know our administration, like God bless them. They've been, they have not had a minute to breathe over this because there's, there's, and you know what, I, I am thankful for our school in particular. And I think Hillsborough, because Hillsborough hasn't made any, like. Yeah, Hillsborough hasn't been too rapid. The client who's on the administration board for Broward County Schools, which is like the third largest district in the United States. So I've been grilling her every time we're supposed to be talking about work. She just waits for it. And I slide in the question of, okay, what are they doing? Like, I want to know, because they're going to set the, like, the precedent. Well, one of the choices that came up the other day that she wasn't too happy about was they wanted to make, like, like shifts. Like you go to school on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then some kids go to school on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I was like, um, that's going to be a no from me. And secondly, if you guys start switching these things up, my whole theory is that if it, if people can't go back to school and you do homeschool, I think it should be an option for those that are comfortable. If you're not comfortable and that's forced, there's going to be a lot of women that are not going to be able to keep their jobs in the labor force because they're the primary caregiver for children. So I'm strongly pushing for any kind of baby step in the right direction of normalcy. Yeah. And I'm, what I was trying to say was I'm thankful that we're not rushing to these decisions. Like I think there's a lot of evolving that is going to happen, but you know, our school has all of these different scenarios that they're preparing for that. I mean, I, I, in my heart feel like we'll be back on campus and that's, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a really revised situation. But, you know, when I was on one of my calls, I felt like something that was the simplest thought that I haven't, hadn't really gone through my head was like, let's not think that this is how it's going to be forever. Yeah. You know, like even if we go back to school in a revised format, keep in mind that, that, or at least don't over overwhelm yourself with the thought that it's going to be forever. Like maybe this is just a couple of months this way. Just remind yourself it's baby steps. But I, I mean, I working in a school and working in the office I was blessed that I had more flexibility with my work. Like I could do stuff at night and I could do stuff, but I mean, I, it's tough. We're on a reopening. I think it's getting easier for us, but I don't know what the hell some of the other states are going to do. It's like, I think they're going to be farther behind. And in some cases they need to do that. I think in some cases they're holding on a little too tight, but I do know that if all these Idiots keep going to the bars and doing all this BS. Am I allowed to cuss on this? Yeah. Okay. All this bullshit and not wearing masks. If our cases keep rising, like what that's going to be what screws us. I think we can't, I've already accepted that we can't control it. Cause I mean like, you know, how in China they're like, Hey, guess what? I'm going to set a rule. Um, cause I'm the boss. And if you go out inside of your house, you're going to get shot. You know, we live in America, so it's freedom of speech, which means we have freedom to have really smart people and we have freedom to have complete dumbasses. And I don't think you can really control those people. So I think as soon as people accept the fact of like something's out there, kind of like herpes, you know, herpes is out there. And if you don't protect yourself, 
You but doesn't this it. feel a little bit like an STD where it's like, all of a sudden it's questioning like, yeah. who were you with? And it's what like, did okay. you do? We need a paper trail. You talk, you talk to Ryan. Ryan handed you a drink, but you went home with Tim, but you guys just watched a movie. But then you hugged and maybe, I don't know. So that, that brings up the bigger issue here is we're talking about schools and opening things up. Um, I think the bigger issue is the plans in place to address, I don't want to call it outbreak, but to address when someone uh, tests positive. So for like, from like a business standpoint, it's a nightmare because when, once someone does, you have to go through your records and like you almost have to be extremely transparent and try to contact everybody that's been there. And then, you know, it's, a, it's an intense process. So now you're talking about schools. So let's just say a family comes back positive, then you got to go through each person or the kids. If there's multiple kids, multiple grades, multiple, like, like, so we either choose to accept that it exists and, oh, we had a positive and just kind of go with it. Or now you're talking about shutting down grades every other week because people are getting it. Think about what happens at school when somebody gets the flu or strep. I get an email that says, hey, Carly, the pre-kindergarten class had an outbreak. Your kid, may, like once a week. Yeah, your kid may be exposed. And then I'm like, well, that sucks. And what you I do is you monitor their symptoms. Is she tired? Is she starting to cough? And then if she does, you take her to the doctor. If she starts to get sick and you take care of it. But I think we're, talking them, about we're not talking about the kids. So let's just say it's like an asymptomatic thing and they can bring it home to you. So now you're quarantined for seven or for 14 days because of uh, uh, contact because your work doesn't want you to come in and bring it to work. Because again, when, when it happens, when, when it comes into the workplace, you shut down, everything gets clean, cleaning's not free. So there's all these variables that go into the decision of, I feel like there needs to be like a number of like, hey, this is not bad. Like it needs to be like X percent, uh, is everything's way less than we ever thought it was. You're good. It's the. Flu. I don't know that we're gonna get to that point though. I mean, like I'm looking at what our potential opening plans are, and in any scenario that we're in, if someone at the school tests positive, the school shuts down for like two days. Correct. So, Correct. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna lose my job. Well, no. Imagine so who's gonna support imagine your work. Imagine your work. So everyone that was part of that, then they got to talk about the work, and then. Well, if I was exposed and I got to go get tests and I got to go get tests, I got to wait for the results. And when I wait for the results, if I'm negative, whatever, a couple of days later, then, then we can start thinking about uh, going back to work. So it ends up being like this vicious cycle, I see. What if I told you before we even went to school, you, me, and Shelby have it right now? Everybody has it. Everybody. So then why even make a big deal when they're like, Carly's got it. We got to shut down the school. Guess what, Lisa? Everybody has it. Everybody, unless you are like immune compromised or you're old as dirt, stay your ass home and let them just go. We've had the flu before. As far as I have seen and done research on, there haven't been kids dying of COVID. Thank God. They don't know enough about it yet to keep having the economy shut down every five seconds. Well, I, I agree. With are y'all like open to the public yet? No. Now okay. we last week we had a meeting kind of getting going through all the processes we were going to put in place and we're switching our systems from a, a walk-in base to reservation base or learning how what that's going to look like the whole process is going to be different because we can't have everyone sticking their noses in candles uh to, to preview so we're, we're changing the whole model which kind of sucks um 
but uh like i think restaurants now right they have their they've like shifted to you can do like, like an a b c team situation so that they can isolate like they have to do rather than like so like say someone on team a test positive well then they pull all of team a and they put right. team b we've been doing that since you get another job anyway because I'm going to lose my job because my kids aren't going to be able to go to school. So I'll take team B and you guys just tell me when this, I need to come in. Hold on, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm not being paid for this um, podcast. I thought you guys made money. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, it brings us to a secondary good point that I just wrote down. Just a sweet reminder that this uh, CD generation podcast is actually sponsored by candle and they are doing business right now. And if you want to smell something, I'll bring it to your door. Just let me know what you want to sniff and you got to snuff. Um, but you can order candles online and on their website. My kids made the best smelling candles there ever. And it was so funny to see their, their personalities and their candles. Like my youngest, she did like a mint chocolate <laughs> situation. And my oldest did like an earthy grass smelling, um, which seems very much their personalities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mine didn't come out that good with, uh. Do you want to know something else good that came out of this quarantine? Yes, positivity, guys. That's what we're here about. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I became a plant lady, and like it's sort of a problem for me. I now like wherever I go, I feel like I have to. So maybe this isn't a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just buy plants. Like I have so many of them. Yeah, and, and it's like kind of a game to me if they die. And I can revive them. Shelby's positive thing is she's just over here killing plants during a pandemic. She's just killing nature. But that goes into what I was talking about, about like the little things. Um, there's so many little things that you, you start realizing what's important, what's not important. We get distracted by so many, uh, I guess our daily lives. We don't, we don't remember what it's like to be at home and cooking all the time. At least I didn't um and being around the kids and like i would drop sunny off for 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 school and then i wouldn't see him till the next morning well you'd would... be you'd be proud of me guess what i still got what you got shin splints <laughs> oh yeah that, that's like a... working out i'm because i was having because at work i could get a you lot of that when you're not like a teenager oh yeah you can get it when you're like so i picked up running Ooh. And I used to only run, run from the police. Um, but these days I've done Monday through Friday, every day I get out and I go and I've been doing it. I'm on like my fourth month because if I don't, I have so much pent up stress from trying to like manage everything um, that I for real was planning my spouse's death. Like, I was like, okay, this is how you cover it up. But I was like watching Dateline. Like, I had the whole thing. Reddit gave me a few ideas. But Dateline, really, you have all the things that work and don't work. So you were like, oh, scratch that idea off. But I legit have to get out and do something every single day, even if it's something tiny, or my mind is going to explode. Because the expectations of a working mom are insane. Rule number one with planning to kill your spouse, just don't bring your cell phone. Everyone always gets caught because their cell phone pings off some tower. Well, also, I, I, I really do love my spouse, though. So it sounds, that's how even more demented it is. Um, so let's hope he doesn't hear this episode. 
but that's a positive thing that I've been, so I run slash jog. I still don't know how you freaks that run every day constantly do it. Um, but that's a positive kid that thing. I used my asthma as an excuse to get out of the mile. Like that was me. Oh, we hid behind the bleachers and we're like, we started running fast when like coach came by and was like, oh, oh, I finished to like act like you finished the lap, but we definitely didn't. Um, so I have two things that are a little ridiculous that I have found during lockdown because there's a lot of craziness on TV. And I feel like as a generation, we are losing the heart of entertainment and hopefully not through podcasting. So I'm here to let you guys know, if you don't know, there are two new game shows currently on network television. One is called, I shit you not, Ultimate Tag. I saw the previews for that. Wait. It legit is it's tag for adults running away from American gladiators. Oh, that I've never laughed so hard in my life. Right. I am intrigued. I was like, mm, this is tag. And Will was like, well, we got to watch it to see. So you run away from like somebody twice your size. Like, like di- yeah, diamond and sh- saber. And they like the boys chase the girls. But they, it looks like a mix between American Gladiator and then cheerleaders because like the boy came out and he was like, like had all these poses and was really bouncy and I was like, this is weird. Okay, so that leads me to my next one. So I changed the channel, no, thinking I'm gonna get a better show. This is just, this is our demise. This is how you know America's done. The next show was called The Floor is Hot Lava. Okay. I'm sorry. I know. What? Deep dive onto this. Like, I would love to bring. Well, I think my daughter hasn't talked it. about it because, like, they love they, it. She watched it for. I'm, I guess I'm like divulging how much screen time we have. Over We're here. not. We don't pandemic. But she watched that for so long, and I was like, "Who are these adult triplets in their like United States of America tanks?" It's a bunch of chads, and they think they're so funny, but I bet they're in finance. And they were making ridiculous jokes. One of them definitely had a lisp. I caught it twice. Oh, it was bad. And I was just like, you guys are never getting laid. Like, whoever's watching this, it was... It was confusing because I was like, you guys have, like, I think you have good bodies, but, like, something's wrong with your hair. All three of them, like, the genetics didn't match up. That's what happens, like, when you make a copy of a copy, they were triplets. So... Is this the lava one? Yes, it's the floor's hot lava. You, you didn't explain what it was. You just so it's, the fact. Okay, it's basically like an escape room with mixed with what was that? Legends of the the Hidden Temple. I was just gonna say it's that like a, it's like a mixture of an escape room with Legends of the Hidden Temple. So they had all the props from like Legends of the Hidden Temple, but the whole floor that's supposedly lava. Fuck me, I really thought it was just like a little bit of water. I think it's like six Steve, feet. Did you see that little fall? And I was like, oh my God. Oh, Dennis, this one girl ate it and she never came back up. Like she just fell straight in the water. And we were like, oh God, she, she I think she drowned. That may make the show more interesting if that actually happens. Maybe we could apply like the three of us to compete. Oh my God. Well, definitely not ultimate tag because I'll just stand there and I'll slap her when she gets close. But I think ultimate 
not ultimate, the lava one would get interesting. But, but that's where we're at in life. Yeah. Like, how sad is that? That like, this is the shows. These are the entertainment. So I can't wait for hide and, extreme hide and seek to come out. It's going to be a lot of awkward silence is what that's going to be. Just like, right. watching someone in a bush. Ultimate Marco Polo. But like, if that's where we're at, those are our entertainment choices because everybody on reality TV is getting their ass fired left and right like bravo's my favorite channel they're not gonna have anybody left that came out of quarantine i got back into survivor do you guys remember Rock. watching that like so long Rock. ago yeah yeah I, i've never watched it but like i have my buddies that like are binging the entire thing like, yes like, yes okay so whatever the season was that was like going on during this it was like um winners at war is what it was called and so it was all previous winners which was nice because like my dad used to make me watch it like back when it had just like as a punishment yeah, yes like you were bad and then, so like it was all those winners and they're all competing against each other and the twist on this season was that there was like this extinction island so if you got kicked off you got sent to this island with like legit no food and then you had a chance to get back onto the good island. So yeah, I got into that. And then you wanna know like where my head was at? I was like, I'm gonna compete on Survivor and I'm gonna win this. And I told I told my husband, I told him I was like, I would totally win this because I would be a betch. And he goes, yes. <laughs> That's why you'll win. And he was like, yeah, you totally would. And, and then we got an argument. So yeah, that was like, so about quarantine. Just want to show you, quarantine is not only providing us quality content, but they are creating domestic disputes with said content. But Dennis, are you like available maybe to film my audition tape? Because I have some ideas that I'd love to run by you. Yeah, let's make it happen. I'm down. Like, I don't want to do it because I consume too many snacks that I can't go on a show where there's no snacks. But strategic you, see, you were able to use coins in this to buy some peanut butter okay. there we go that's all we need in life so what's what's like the next step do you guys think like with this if there's a quote-unquote second wave are we gonna be mole people well this 2020 has already turned into multiple levels of jumanji so okay, we could so cut it out yeah, I don't know like, what's going to happen in July, right? Because it's been bad. Yes, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's aliens. Okay, but got an alert. Oh, just said his name. <laughs> oh, we're gonna edit that out. I'm gonna make a mental note for Dennis. There you go. She um, just got an alert that there is a straight up dust storm coming from the Sahara. Oh, it's in Miami. Yeah. And it's coming here. So like, South Florida tells me all this stuff, and I have no idea. I feel like it's a whole other world down there, Miami, Broward County. So the good news is, at least they twisted it into good news, they say all the sand that comes from the Sahara, which happens apparently all the time, prevents the intensity of our hurricane season. So I was like, look, I don't know what math you just used to give me that statement, but they say it's true, and they've dealt with it before. And I was like, all right. But I think it's aliens. I think it's cool that it can go that far. That's yeah. kind of cool. That's like the butterfly butterfly effect. Yeah, like well, how they say like one a graduated in science, and then like it causes a hurricane. 
Sam causes a hurricane? No, no, the butterfly effect. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just blinked, and guess what? Do, hang on, hang on. Do we know the actual, Dennis, I know you're smart, um, so pull that card out of your hat. Explain it in layman's terms, the butterfly effect. That's why I, I thought I was just saying, yeah, so it's basically like... Um, a ripple? Yeah, how a small ripple can cause traumatic events, and you may think that the most insignificant event means nothing, but in reality, it just multiplies and multiplies and becomes something way bigger than it ever was. Like the idea that you were running like two minutes late and you, like that could have an impact on someone else's life and that like. Or, or, like, or like running that yellow light instead of breaking three lights up, there could be a guy that runs a red light and bashes into you. Okay, I don't need this kind of negativism in my life. I don't, I've already got enough that I'm thinking about. How about let's it? Someone's too many scenarios. It was all me, but I'm not going to take, I'm not going to let anybody else take credit for that. Um, but I get what you're saying. Like the whole, like you stopped or you were late or you picked up the folder that he dropped and he forgot it for his meeting, but coincidentally he met a girl. I don't know about it. Uh, just saying. Just saying, right. that's, it's, kind of, it's kind of neat how a storm from Africa can blow across the entire ocean and affect something that is going on in Florida or Texas. I think it's, it's already hit in Texas, I thought. How does it hit Texas before Florida? I thought it already kind of went by us and was already in. Um, maybe I got delayed, hmm. a delayed update. But I could be wrong. I, I, honestly, I don't watch the news much anymore just because it's all bullshit. Um, so if it's not on Disney Plus, Dateline, or Netflix, I'm probably not in the know. How about the 4th of July? Alexander Hamilton. My name is Alexander yeah. Hamilton. It's, and there's a million things I haven't done. It was so good. Just you wait. No, it's coming on July 4th. Live on Disney. Not live, actually. Sorry. It was recorded live on Disney+. Plus. Not recorded live on Disney Plus. It's going to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's not a sing-along, dude. It's Hamilton. I saw Hamilton. Dark and dreary. <laughs> it's hard. You know how like some people are really good at playing baseball, but they can't watch baseball. That's me with sing-alongs. If I'm not uh, in, just, in like, it, totally to be around how good of a singer you are. You just did. Excuse me. Oh, Excuse me. Quiet. People might have missed that, but I caught it. I've got my license plate. Just says humble. Um, yeah, that was a humble brag if I've yeah, ever heard it. I don't, I want to like be in the action, not like watch the action. Um, all right, Dennis, I'm going to let you, which topic are you going to pick? I'll let you do for the wrap up. It can be something random, something you experienced, or a safe pop culture topic. And nothing Ooh, is safe, so be careful. There's no such thing as safe anymore. Well, not currently, no. Uh, uh, my workout people. I tell you what, let's let's throw a curveball at Shelby and I'll, I'll hop in there if, if I can think of something. But just uh, Shelby, do you have a topic of something you experienced, something pop culture recently? I know we don't want to touch on politics, but I just okay. Wait, let me preface this by uh, Shelby, how would you describe your political beliefs? Where would you put yourself on the thing, the ruler? Oh boy. 
I'm libertarian. I've already said it, so I'm like middle. Okay. On well, some I stuff. would place myself there. Okay, good. Conservative. I'm just I'm just cheap. Yeah. Uh, so I think anyone would be surprised if I were to divulge my voting history because it's been all over the place. Like I'm not a, with a registered party. I mean, that makes sense. Okay, so this doesn't have to do with who I plan to vote for or any of that, but I saw the funniest damn ad that the Trump administration put out against Biden, and I was dead inside. Like, I was crying laughing. Which one? It was basically like, Trump was like, I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to just straight up schoolyard bully Biden. It was like videos of Biden bumbling his words and it was like this guy's old and he doesn't know what he's saying because it's so hard not to bully biden because every time he's legit on the screen you're just like did somebody poke him is he awake tell us something so whatever you're gonna say say it like so i feel like it sums up like okay so my goal my thinking is each one needs to have I think they're both not the greatest, but each one has to have a PR person. The PR person that needs to babysit Trump needs to take his Twitter account away and be like, look, all you gotta do is stop talking. Your policies are great. The person for the PR guy for Biden needs to have a cattle prod and needs to jolt his ass to be like, is your heart still working? Start talking. When we don't have the cards up. Grab dog like squirt bottle for Biden. Squirt bottle would be hilarious. Okay, so when everyone is done with this podcast, please pull up the commercial because I was like, is this where we're at, man? Like, I am so entertained by this commercial, but is this really, like, this isn't politics. No, this is where we're at. Oh, since she mentioned, I'll post it on our um, our Insta stories so people can see, but there is a libertarian female yes. coming in hot. And it is hilarious. Now, her, I don't. Her are nutty. Well, some people think they're nutty, but if you're a libertarian, they honestly make sense. We believe in capitalism, small government. We don't want. Oh, I'm dead into libertarianism. If we were the United States and we would go by that, everybody would shut the hell up and we would be fine. Like, you don't need to tell somebody else what to do. You want to do something over here, do something over here. Don't tell people with government how people should live their lives. Anyway, I don't think she's going to win. But I'll tag her so you guys can see some of her stuff because it is, it's basically, she's just trolling Biden and Trump with their own statements. And she's putting out like what her platform is on stuff. And it's hilarious. One of them says, I'm not a, I'm for capitalism and not against prostitution. I'm for both. And I like died laughing. I was like, well, in Texas at the Bunny Ranch, it is a form of legal capitalism because you're called a sex worker. It's Nevada, Nevada. If you live there, it's Nevada. <laughs> but it's hilarious. I'll tag her, because if she came in hot and people were like, oh, that's who we want, I think it'd be an awesome curveball. Again, I don't think she's going to win at this point, but... I'm like, yes, power people. Like, they're doing things. I just feel like when I was in high school, I was like, oh, mm. I can't vote till I'm 18, so I'm just gonna like live my life. But these kids are like, what do you mean? Just like again, I'm playing both sides here because I'm talking about Trump's ad and I think it was funny. But like, did you hear about the kids who like bought out tickets to Trump's 
rally in Tulsa and they like caused, I'm not, I'm mixing up my facts here. Dennis, can you chime in? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they basically went and like did like TikTok and all these things. They like, I don't think they bought, I think they just like registered. So yeah. like they were thinking like millions of people were going to show up for this rally. And then, like you know, two. yeah, so they kind of like trolled the Trump rally, which is hilarious. But I, honestly, we were talking about reality shows. If it gets to the debates, this is going to be, it's going to be so sad just because our country is going to look like, you're just going to be watching this debate like, what, how do real? we get here? Biden it has is, to talk in order for Trump to give a rebuttal. So how are we going to have a debate? Right. But you got to, if you can detach your political beliefs and just watch it for what it is, it's probably going to be one of the biggest comedies you've ever seen. It's going to be like a bully making fun of a man who has no idea who, where he is. It's going to be kind of sad if, if you think about like, like he has dementia. There's something wrong with him. Why would so, we let him be like, I would going have to fought be, on the democratic side. I would have been like, no, no, y'all, I can't put somebody else in there. I would have taken Bernie in two seconds over Biden. At least if, Bernie would just like, sh that would have been, I would have paid to see Bernie and Trump just because they're so, Bernie's so far this way and Trump's way over here, it would have been hilarious. But, but then like, Biden's Biden's gonna gonna need, be, you're going to feel bad. It's almost like he's going to get like a sympathy vote or something because you, you've watched the things he does off the cuff and it's yikes. bad. When he does, like when he's reading it and it's probably taking multiple takes and it's all pre-recorded, he can like get by. But, but what if Trump would have said, you're not white unless you vote for me? Yeah, that would have been a problem. I said that. I was just like, you're not, you're not black enough. You're not black if you don't vote for me. Like, wait, what? That was crazy. Just he those words alone to be on the television. I was like. Yeah, and it wasn't, and it wasn't 30 years ago. It was, it was two months ago kind of thing. Like, right. how are these people not smartened up to be like, yo, I'm running for office. My entire life is going to be in the spotlight. I should like probably watch what I say. Just prep, not, not tweet all the time, not say things that are like racially stirring. I wish we had, you know what the one thing, if we come out of this and we get, it would be a win is term limits. Biden's been in politics for 40 years, over 40 years. That was part of the commercial was like, Dude, you ran for president three times, and now you're at some point. You gotta be like, mm, "Listen, Grandpa, go play Sudoku, have fun with the grandkids." I think like, it's Beijing that they like. Oh, mm, that's the old dominoes with the pictures. Yeah. That's what he needs. Is that No, that was a lot. Did they I know what you're talking about, though. Um. So I think that's where we're at and it's going to be pretty funny, but <clears throat> I wish there was just a qualifier for like candidates. Like you weren't even allowed to run or be backed financially unless you had so-and-so experience. Like I wish that were the thing so that you could have people that were somewhat qualified. And regardless if it was Obama, Biden, like Joe Schmo down the street, whoever gets to be president, you don't really get to do that much. There's an entire Senate that's going to shut down half the stuff you try to do. So for people to think that, oh my God, he's the president, it does, it's not going to change a lot. Who's your governor? Like, I think people just put so much out there. There's this one lady on Facebook that hates one candidate and she lives here. And I swear to God, every day 
she just the most hateful and I've got my facts and all this stuff. And I'm like, how do you put that much energy into hating one person? That brings me to, have y'all seen the, um, I know we're trying to wrap up, but I just, no, keep, I we can edit this. Um, have y'all seen the Instagram page? Karen's unhinged, I think, or like some, it's Karen's, some, Karen's gone wild or something. Like yeah, that. but I hate the fact that all the Karens are all white women. Could we get some people of color Karen versions? Because we're getting a horrible, horrible look. I just want to state for the record that as a representative of the white race, we don't like the Karens either. Because they're like, oh, here's another Karen with some. But if, if you're having like, if you have some downtime, just like dive into that because I, it blows my mind that these people exist. I mean, it doesn't blow my mind because I think we like, we're all like, everybody. Well, I think we're all like, like um, one thing away from turning into a Karen in quarantine. <laughs> we're all ready to snap. The thing that turns me into a Karen, but I don't know why it's so entertaining to me to like see. It's but it's terrible, but so funny. Yeah, it's Karen, Karen's in the wild, I think they call it. But um, Oh, yes, yes. Um, the problem with that is kind of the problem with uh, basically social media in general is everything's looked through like a very tiny, tiny straw. So like if you sat online all day and you just had Karen videos just flooded through your feeds because everyone thinks it's funny, blah, blah, blah. You, next thing you know, you think everyone out there is a Karen. So that's going to change your your perception of the world since we're sitting inside all day. So I think a lot of what's going on is people are just like filling their minds with their beliefs. Like if you go online and you want to believe that Joe Biden is the best, you can find 9 million people who think they're the best and you can hop on that and you feel so good about yourself. Right. If you think the worst. So then now we're sitting at home nonstop filling our minds with just this kind of stuff. And that's why I was saying I stopped watching the news. I just like, I'll just put my phone down. Like a lot of times I'm like, why am I even caring? Like this person is in BFE wherever. And I'm giving a fuck about what they're doing. It just doesn't make sense. We are so close that everything just seems like it's happening all around. Like if there's a bad thing that happens in Oregon, everyone, oh, it's happening here. Cause there's like 10 videos and then there'll be another video. And if you do all the math and all the videos of all the bad stuff that's happening, it still probably wouldn't technically outweigh the good, but all we're seeing is the bad. Even with the coronavirus, it's just, they, they control the, the narrative so they can put whatever they want and they can fuel people and they can control people by releasing certain messages. And that goes on both sides. I mean, the media is controlling a bunch of hardcore well, conservatives because they're all getting all riled up because it's like, uh, it's, just, it's just, they get paid off of people clicking on their shit and watching their, their videos, so they're gonna be controversial. Well, also people don't know this, but all of the mainstream media, if you follow who owns their corporations, they're all owned by the same people. And if those people don't want a certain message out, it's not going to get out. So as soon as people would realize that, and I'm not talking just CNN, Fox News, CNN, and whatever, all the letters, ABC, CBS, they're all owned by the same people. And those people have agendas. So as soon as the population realizes they're all based off of one agenda. They are going to be biased. Like that's what you need to understand. That's why they're saying those things. But to wrap up, um, we're gonna take a picture with our masks so that we can all have a, really I need a picture for 
Instagram. Everyone smile with your eyes. It's right like this, and then everybody, this, and then everybody, everybody screen, screen, screen. One, one, oh, oh, two, two, three, three. All right, well, I'm going to go back so that I don't lose my job.